0: Hey y'all, we're back. I got a email from Steve Lambert. He lives in Springfield, Missouri, and he wanted to hear about Flobert rifles. Well, I did some reading, and majority of stuff was they did pistols and shotguns, single shot shotguns, and stuff like that. But uh, Warrant Flobert, 32 rim fire single shots, uh, most were Belgium and German, but French guns are also known to have been produced. Now, some Flobert barrels were rifled, but others were smoothbore. Some Flobert rifles were chambered uh, for the obsolete European 4.5 or 5-millimeter rimfire or 22 BB or CB cap uh, calibers. Now, they, I did see a lot of warnings that says, do not fire modern 22 cartridges in Floberts, even if they will chamber. Now, the E slash LG slash asterisk within an oval indicates the final proof in uh, Liege, Belgium, after 1856 and before July 9, 1893, when a crown was added to the top of the oval. Now, the three main Flaubert variants are described and illustrated in single shot rifles and actions by uh, Frank De Haas. That's D E. Capital H A A S. Now, now the flobert action had only a massive hammer and a strong mainspring to close the action. Now there was no locking mechanism except the chamber friction of the soft copper cartridge case. The the extractor was only a little lip on the lower face of one of, uh, of the one-piece breech block slash hammer. Now the second type had a manual side lever extractor, and the third or Warnant type had a hinged U shaped breech piece with a separate firing pin that flipped over to hold the action closed and move the extractor as it opened. Now, many Floberts were made of very soft steel and designed to sell at the lowest possible price. In 1920, when a box of 100 Black Power 22 shorts cost 21 cents, the price of a new Flobert rifle was about $2.50. Literally tons of them were imported in the US between 1885 and 1910 as single shot pistols, rifles, and small bore shotguns. Now, the Fulbert guns were chambered for the 22BB uh, cap and 22CB cap, 22 short and 32 short, as well as 4.5 millimeter, 5 millimeter, or 9 millimeter. That's 9 millimeter short and ball rim fires. Now, This highly corrosive ammo quickly rusted the rifling. Even Flaubert guns in good condition are not safe to shoot with modern BB or CB cap ammunition, which you can still find. So they are best kept strictly as wall hangers. What about Nicholas, Luis Nicholas Flaubert? Well, he lived between 1819 and 1894. Now, he invented the first rimfire metallic cartridge in 1845. It was a major innovation at the time in firearms ammunition and previously delivered as a separate bullet and powder. Now, the rimfire cartridge combined both elements. The single metallic, usually brass cartridge containing a percussion cap powder and bullet with one waterproof package. Now, before that, the cartridge was simply a pre-measured quantity of gunpowder together with a ball or bullet in a a small cloth bag or rolled paper cylinder, which also acted as the wadding for the charge and ball. Now, the 6mm Flaubert cartridge consisted of a percussion cap with a bullet attached to the top. The cartridges uh, do not contain any powder. The only propellant substance contained in the cartridge was the percussion cap. Now, in Europe, the 22 BB cap introduced in 1845, and slightly more powerful, the 22 CB cap introduced uh, in 1888 are both called 6 millimeter Flobert and are considered the same cartridge. The uh, cartridges have been relatively low muzzle velocity of around 700 feet per second to 800 feet per second. Now Flobert also made what he called parlor guns. Now for that for that cartridge now because those rifles and pistols were designed for target shooting in homes with a dedicated shooting parlor or shooting gallery. That must have been nice back in those days. Yeah, darling, I'm going down to the range. (laughs) But anyway, the 6mm Flobert pistols, parlor pistols rather, came into fashion in the mid-19th century. They were typically single-shot pistols with a rather large heavy barrel. Now, the previous form of cartridge had to be rammed down the muzzle, as we all know or barrel to the uh, and uh, either a small char- uh, charge of powder in a touch hole for an external uh, for if you were using a flint lock or or a percussion cap mounted on the touch hole when you had your cap and ball it, and that ignited the gunpowder in the cartridge. Now the brass cartridge opened all the way for modern repeating arms by uniting the bullet gunpowder primer all into one package. That could be fed reliably into the breach of a mechanical action of a firearm. Now the firing pin then struck the hammer, uh the hammer struck the firing pin, rather, which in turn struck the cartridge primer, which ignited the gunpowder within. Okay, that's short and simple, that's how it worked. Now, the main technical advantage of the brass cartridge case was that it was the effective and reliable sealing of the gas pressures in the cylinder. Now, that uh, because the gas pressure forced the cartridge case to expand outward, pressing it firmly against the inside of the chamber, which prevented leakage of hot gases, which would not injure the shooter. So, it's greatly simplified the load process and uh, allowed a tenfold increase in the rate of fire over muzzle loaded weapons. Now, metallic cartridges with built in percussion caps called primers are now the standard. Now, the primer cartridges at the base of the cartridge either with the, within the rim or in a small percussion cap embedded in the center of the base a center fire cartridge and as a rule center fire cartridges which operate at considerably higher pressures are more powerful than rim fire cartridges center fire cartridges are also safer because if you drop a rim fire cartridge it has the potential to discharge if it strikes the ground with sufficient force to ignite the primer. Now, this is practically impossible with centerfire cartridges. Now, I know that's a little we all know that, but I thought I'd just throw it in. And anyway, in Europe, 9mm Flobert smoothbore shotguns are commonly used by gardeners and farmers for pest control and face very little or no restriction even to countries with strict gun laws. Now, these called garden guns are short-range weapons that can do very little harm at distances greater than 15 to 20 yards and are relatively quiet when fired with shot shells compared to standard ammunition. These guns are especially effective inside barns and sheds because uh, the snakes shot will not uh, injure livestock with ricochets or put holes in a roof or walls. So They're also u- they're used just for pest controls at an airport warehouses, stockyards, hangars and stuff like that. Now the 9 mm Flobert cartridge can also fire small ball but is primarily loaded with a small amount of shot. Now its power and range are very limited making it suitable for like we say pest control, garden guns and shit like that. Fiochi makes uh 9mm Flobert Rimfire ammunition It uses a 1-3 and three quarter brass shot shell firing a quarter ounce of number 8 shot with a velocity of 600 feet per second. Now you've got gallery guns, they're called gallery guns, Flobert guns, parlor guns, saloon guns. They're all a type of firearm designed for recreational indoor target shooting. These, guys, these guns are developed in 1845 when French inventor Louis-Nicolas Flaubert created the first rimfire metallic cartridge by modifying a, a percussion cap to hold a small lead bullet. In the 19th century, gallery guns were typically pump-action rifles chambered in twenty two short. Gallery guns are still manufactured, although by the late 20th century they have been eclipsed by air guns for the purpose of indoor shooting. Now, like we said, their gallery guns are small-bore, single-shot, pump-action rifles, typically in twenty two short. But some of the most popular guns uh, that are Winchester's Model 1890, Colt Lightning, Carbine, Gavarm, Open Bolt, and the Winchester Model 62, uh, home shooting parlors and galleries began to decline and uh, the 20th century. However, gallery guns went on to be used in shooting galleries in carnivals, fairs, and amusement parks. So, by the late 20th century, gallery guns have been eclipsed by air guns for the purpose of indoor shooting, like we've been saying, and at the fairs and all this other stuff. I was a kid. uh, They used to give us the air guns. They didn't trust us with a gun. Anyway, Gallery guns are still manufactured today, although they're primarily used for plinking and small game hunting. Now, the Frenchman, uh, Louis Nicolas Flaubert, who invented a rimfire cartridge. The six-millimeter cartridge consisted of just a percussion cap. Let's recap a little bit with a bullet on the top. But uh, in Europe, they introduced in 1845 the slightly more powerful 22 CB cap and the 22 BB cap—they're all called Flover cartridges and are considered the same. Then, um, now they had parlor pistols. Now they came into fashion in the mid 19th century and they typically featured heavy barrels and were chambered in a small caliber. They were used for target shooting in the house. Those must have been the days. But uh, the Remington Ryder single-shot pistol was one of the better-known American-made parlor guns. Now, they also had the saloon guns, and they were smooth-bore weapons that fired 6mm Flaubert. And, uh, but can, be, uh, can refer, uh, refer to a larger caliber firearm that was made to shoot a smaller caliber round in, in, in indoor shooting galleries by use of uh, a chamber insert called a Morris tube. The uh, morris tube was shaped to the cartridge that the weapon was capable of firing, and inside this tube was a small, smaller chamber for the round, typically .225 morris, to fit. So you had a, a heavier barrel and everything. You had this insert you put in it, so if you wanted to put a smaller chamber, a smaller bullet into it, and shoot it in the house. So that's what that was about. But anyway, if you've got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, feel free to send me an email at uh, gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's Smoke, all lowercase, at yahoo.com. Or go to our Facebook page, Gunsmoke Gunsmoke. Send us some pictures. Send us some... Uh, just get on there and tell us what you're doing. Love to hear from you. So until the next time, y'all take care.